This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh, movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is The Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's just exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Now on today's program, uh, welcome to the show finally. Sir Chuck Norris. This is Sidekicks. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in to our fine program, as always. If you're checking us out for the first time, hey, thanks a lot for giving us a spin. Now, Also, you look pretty good, too. You do yeah. look pretty good. I like that. Uh, this is Sidekicks from 1992, directed by brother of Chuck Norris, Aaron Norris. Uh, this is him and uh, uh, Jonathan Brandis, rest in peace. Uh, and it's uh, it's a really boring Karate Kid knockoff, is what this movie is. It's uh, a really exciting Karate Kid. Knockoff. Dude, you are so easily excited yes. these days. I am. What I a think boring the, the piece nostalgia of shit. might be clouding Eric's perception. Mm. I mean, how have many? You, like, how you, many times have you seen this movie before, Chris? Oh yes. Plenty. Oh, yeah. I, we're going to be the big numbers in the room, I think. The I, big <laughs> numbers in the room. I've seen this tons and tons of times. Probably like 30. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm in that yeah. area. I'd, I'd it was say. on TV nonstop. And when we were like getting ready to do this episode, I was like, hmm, you know what? Might be time to pick up the Blu-ray. Well, well you know. <laughs> oh, did you do it? Did you do it? I looked for it. And dude, not on Blu-ray, not on DVD. 
it's like fucking hard to find. And then I watched the movie. I'm like, what? What? Like, what? they're leaving money on the table. <laughs> and then I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, it's full of slurs. Yeah. <laughs> it's wall to wall slurs. This is one of the most racist kids' movies I've ever seen. It's tough. It's- oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I was having a fantasy about killing you all with Chuck Norris. I'm oh, sorry. my God. I'm sorry. That, that, that just took the entire opening. Are, oh, are we recommending oh, right now? God. I, wait, I, wait, wait. I recommend it. Wait, wait, wait. Were you, <laughs> you got him, Chuck. Wait, wait. Were you. Code of Silence, Chuck Norris, or were you missing an action, Chuck Norris, in this one? Yeah, I was missing an action, Chuck Norris. Oh, okay. uh, he painted the walls with Eric's blood. God, pretty what, a, impressive. what a loser. <laughs> what is that, Stevie Weary? <laughs> loser. You're a loser. So this movie is about I, a mentally uh, deranged child. Well, he's uh-huh. got an invisible friend named Chuck Norris, which I assume is short for Charles Norris. <laughs> No, Sex. actually, it's Trevor Carlos. What? Are you shitting? I'm me? not shitting you, Carlos Car- Norris. Carlos Norris, pretty fucking badass. That's pretty. cool. That is really cool. But it's, it's too bad that since he's uh, you know a Texan, he can't go by that legally. Oh no, they, they, they build a wall right around him. Ted Cruz would kill him in the street. <laughs> I just like the idea of building a wall around Chuck Norris. Well, now I'm getting stuck in a wall. <laughs> Hey uh, Barry, only you can get me out of this wall. Oh my god, I hey, hate Barry. these fucking fantasy <laughs> hey, <Barry>. sequences. <laughs> you're the best, Barry. You hey Barry, you're probably gonna get laid tonight. Hey Barry, you know how to use that shotgun, right? <laughs> hey Barry. Hey Barry. Hey Barry, you know uh nice trick with that shotgun is you could pull the trigger with your toe when you kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it now, gets pretty creative. Now oh poor Barry. Now here's the thing. I Oh wait, um, that's insensitive because he, the actor doesn't kill himself. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah, get that out of the, out of the way. We're, yes. We are worried about Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis hung himself, yes. so my shotgun to the head joke was fine. You're fine, Eric. <laughs> yes, you're cleared. <laughs> no, but, now, listen, for the record, nowhere in this 90-odd minutes are we making fun of the fact that Jonathan Brandis took his own life. Yes. Put it's, your fucking tweet away. We're aware that he committed that, suicide. That is precisely why we scrapped that Ladybugs episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that's a state too. That episode's weird. I wish <laughs> I was watching weird. Ladybugs. That movie is weird. Hey, uh, kid, guess I'm like a little girl. Oh, <laughs> wait, no, you're kind of hot. <laughs> Dude, man, you think they're partying in heaven? <laughs> I do think that. Rodney's got all the little umbrella drinks ready to go. Now, here's the thing. I've seen this movie 30 times minus 29. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I had no. I can't believe you fucking dodged it. Because listen, he, this is this is crazy. Like I just I never outside of I've seen an obscene amount of Walker Texas Ranger for some reason. Really? Yeah, not one. Really? I've gotten you know away what? with hey, it. Dude. Turns out you're totally fine. Great. But I, I aside from like his appearance in uh, oh, uh, Expendables weird, two. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen what? the Chuck Norris really? movie. I, I haven't either. I, I, I don't know. No. I saw this movie in theaters, by the way, um, and I saw Oof. this bunch growing up as a kid. The weird thing is this worked as an effective piece of Chuck Norris propaganda because I literally watched that movie and I was like, well, he's the biggest star in the world. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, clearly the guy's huge. I mean, you watch Sidekicks. That kid's going they crazy made, about it. They made a whole movie about it. <laughs> I he think really uh, was walking around like that for, for years. For people a little older than us, I think he was more of a big deal. You know, because like, there were so many movies. He, I think his era was like 87. Right. Like 87 were, was big for him. If you were 17 or 16 or whatever going to the movies in 1987. You wouldn't yeah. have seen Sidekicks, though. No, but you would have said, like, what was that? Uh, USA... Under uh, well, there was USA under siege, yeah, or something? something like that. It's invasion, like, invasion USA. Oh, that, that's what it is. Which is yeah. boring as sin. All those movies are boring. Um, <laughs> Delta Force is fucking Delta impossible Force, to watch. Um, missing in action. 
And he was, someone say Delta Farce? Oh no, I'll show myself out. <laughs> He's too dumb to realize that's what it was a parody of. Like they were, it was joking around with that title. I thought it was farts. Delta farts. Oh no, we better build a wall around Chuck Norris. He's gonna get out, Carlos Norris. Oh man, he's gonna hit me in the face with a Delta fart. Oh man, maybe Larry the cable guy would think he's like Carlos Mencia. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna steal my jokes. <laughs> Carlos Norris is gonna steal my act. Well, no, it was. I mean, it's so weird because I obviously am aware of Chuck Norris. I've he heard of a, a ton of these he was movies. In a Bruce Lee movie. I think I've is seen the that. Way, is the Way in, of the Dragon. In, the Enter yeah. the Dragon. No, or no, no. I think it was. A he's not, oh, he's not in Enter the Dragon. But like, I was always. I, I've known what this movie is for years, but I just thought it was a movie. About Chuck Norris and Jonathan Brandis doing things. So when the opening credits come up and it just says Chuck Norris as himself, I was like, wait, what? Hang what? on. Wait, what? what? Wait, wait. This wait, movie what? just got better? <laughs> I was what? so fucking confused. And then when that first dream sequence hit, so I was like, oh, this is the well, dumbest thing I mean, thing the alive. movies, we got a fake opening. We've got a fake yes. movie opening yep. where it's... There's nine fake movies in this movie. Nine. Well, the weird thing is he's like, it's it's one thing to be like, uh, you know, I'm fantasizing about being Chuck Norris's sidekick. I'm deranged. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> but he's always fantasizing about his teacher. Oh, yep. In sexual peril. Yeah, oh, that is, that is a big he's one. He's a young boy. Yeah. Going yeah. to school. He's not nearly angry enough at Bo Bridges hanging out with her, though. Where's that jealousy <laughs> angle? Oh, I, I think it's like he's living, like like his father's pecker is now like an extension of his own. That's you know a belief I mean? this like, man has, you think? Well, like, it's like, like. Like if you're Chris Cabin and your yes. father's banging your teacher that you wanted to bang, you're like, well, at least a cabin got her. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like that George Burns movie we did a hundred years ago. All right, yeah. eighteen again. This first thing's like there's a cult sacrifice going on. Like this is how the movie opens. Bill feudal Japan or something. Just, the, this dude. woman is tied to a thing like Fay Ray and King dude, Kong. The music in this sequence, holy shit! The music that, in this entire movie is downright rotten. The terrible. appropriation going on everywhere in this white kid's brain. You can keep me right out of it. <laughs> I mean, it is. It, this is. I think this is like the apex. Of white guy karate movies. Well, because Chuck Norris is the Marlon Brando of white guy karate. <laughs> yeah, true, true. He's, true. he's the master. Yeah, I could have been a contender in that karate tournament. <laughs> hey, Barry. Oh, poor Barry, man. Get the butter. <laughs> oh, no. No, it had to happen really quickly. Wow. Uh, yeah, so like this dude, and like it's kind of funny because they're all wearing, they look like, what's the. Um, the white ninja in those shitty G.I. Joe movies. Oh, uh, it's not uh -oh. Snow, Snow something? Storm, Snow Shadow? Snowden. Yeah, Edward maybe Snow Shadow. Snowden. Edward Snowden. Hi, I'm a, I'm a white ninja. Uh, Snow oh, that's rapper. weird. This is a back entry through a Tor browser. <laughs> w slash back kick. Do you really have to be dressed up for this? <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg Greenwald's like, oh, you want to take that out? No, it's fine. I want to hide my identity. So yeah. brute. Numchuck. <laughs> oh wait, that's that's why he went to Russia because he could just hide in the snow. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he went he went to work with Cobra like Snow Shadow does. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's so funny because he's he's wearing like this entire like white uniform with like white body armor and a white helmet where you can't see anything of his face. And I'm like, wow, look at this person kicking ass and saving this woman. And then it's just like you know, of course, there's like gong sound effects oh. all over the place. And then you just hear like. Oh, hey there, uh, ma'am. Uh, you, you appear to be in trouble. 
I'll save you. And I was like, oh, that's Chuck Norris under there. I'm just going to finish this uh, nice peanut butter and jelly sandwich I have here. That <laughs> it's I've, clearly, uh, I, it's a milk toast white man I've, I've brought here for, uh, and uh, we're going to finish this. It's kind <laughs> of amazing. Like Chuck Norris is act, out acted in this movie by everybody. Everybody. Yeah, Every like everybody. There's a plank of wood does fucking phenomenal lines. Oh, it's the Marlon Brando of planks of wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing that Chuck Norris became such a star. You know? Yeah. Well, it says something that other than the canon movies, yeah, I can't remember a name of a movie he's been in. I remember That's him being point. in movies yes. in general and spin kicking, doing the whole thing. And but a, yeah. a lot of his movies were canon, I think. Yeah. A lot, well, there was they signed him. He was like one of their oh, guys fuck. for a while. That's amazing. It's like the studio <laughs> system. <laughs> I think that's the most I've seen of Chuck Norris movies is watching that documentary on canon films. Which is yeah. great. And it's always oh, amazing. And I feel oh, like he goes time. up to Dudikoff and he's like, hey, man. Just stay the fuck off my corner. Back yeah. off, brother. <laughs> you got to spin kick I, to death? I get three. You get one. I think Dudikoff movies might be more watchable. Is oh, that right? Dudikoff? Yeah, it's, yeah. That's a, oh, it's... oh, Michael Dudikoff, I know you're listening. I bet that just made your day. <laughs> Is he dead? No, he's alive. No, he's alive. Yeah. He's By the a couple time he might wish listen, else come wise, on. But... By the time this airs, he's probably been deceased. <laughs> Possible. <laughs> So, be for, they would Farina Dudikoff. Oh, they would oh, totally Farina They wouldn't consider would. him a, even a part of the entertainment industry. I don't think he's at the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> no, he's at the he, Karate Actors Yeah, I don't guild. think yep, that's... Big I don't difference. Be, I don't even sex. think he's being notified the day of. He's in CAG. CAG. Not SAG. Yeah, oh, man, SAG let's CAG. shoot up some CAG. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Barry is having this really uh, elaborate fantasy. He wakes up with a huge boner in the middle of and class. And that's the weird and thing. he starts fucking working but on it. He starts talking. He's like, Chuck... Get him, Chuck, in the yeah. middle of hey, class. Hey, Barry, remember to show your work. <laughs> Take out your dick and show it. If oh, you're that's gonna... God. But that's the important thing. That's what you said is wrong. He doesn't wake up. He's never sleeping when this happens. No, he's very rarely That's, that's the yes. problem. Oh, he should be sleeping yeah. and be like, and like, no, it's him. He's staring out into the audience. Well, because he's deranged. And well, he's, he's muttering to <laughs> himself. Like, Chuck, I got you, Chuck. I'm going to do it, Chuck. Maybe he's really high. Oh, oh he's, oh, maybe, he's, he's yeah. smoking up. He's smoking opioids, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, everything. what is he smoking? Dude, because Jesus Christ. He's smoking everything. If that was true, I'd be fucking seeing all sorts of stuff. Wait, you're not seeing <laughs> shit? <laughs> he's smoking weed and Chuck is just like, oh, Barry. <laughs> Oh, come on, Barry. Oh, Barry. Barry, don't you know what Reagan said about that? <laughs> winners don't do that, Barry. <laughs> yeah, winners do not do that. Um, and this class is laughing of at course oh, yeah. they, they Of are, course. They are right to laugh at this kid. Oh, Every, absolutely. Everybody but Winnie is like having a riot of I, oh, Dan, Danica McKellar in this movie is right, the love interest. Right. You refer to her as Winnie, which is her... Uh, <laughs> Her Christian name in uh... Wonder Years. <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, that's because I the whole time he's like, so this it is Winnie is his love interest, and yeah. the whole time I was just thinking about in the hallway, just like a jealous Fred Savage <laughs> watching this <laughs> hall from afar. <laughs> Get your arms off my girl! Hey there, stupid daydream kid! Hey Winnie, what were you talking about? <laughs> hey Winnie, what were you talking about with that nerd? Man, I'm gonna beat you up in my Jets jacket. <laughs> Oh, and wait, they also shared a father, Bo Bridges and the Wizard. Oh, and right. In this. Get away from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it appears Fred Savage is the one who is deranged. He was my dad first. Stealing okay. my family. You're number two. You're the ste- you're the underson. Christian Slater has to always kick him out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing following me? 
What's funny though is that like you don't. I was piecing this together because again, first time I'm seeing this movie, and it's like here's this teacher Noreen or whatever her name is, uh, and you're like, oh, oh, you were the kidnap bait from that fantasy. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, very gross. The one thing about the fantasies is like, and it gets it becomes more prominent throughout the movie. Is like all Chuck Nor- Norris movies are like rated R. They're violent. There's cocaine. Sure, there's, everyone's getting killed. <laughs> We're and, telling a lot of racist stories from Vietnam. And but. All these are like every time somebody gets kicked, there's like a boy yo 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 yoing sound. Yes, and we're firing we're firing guns on a lot of these things, but it's like I'm gonna shoot that light fixture and the ceiling's gonna fall on people. If you're really fantasizing about Chuck Norris movies, you are fucking painting the walls with blood. Squibs on squibs (laughs) on squibs. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like when I fantasize about Chuck Norris, like I said, yes, we're decapitating each other. Oh, totally. Cut dicks off. There's it's it's cartoonish elements. You know, he's like watching. You know Tom and Jerry or something, and he's mixing that with Chuck Norris. Oh you know? yeah, and I, and I have I, fantasies where I'm eaten by Chuck Norris. <laughs> Steve of, is a giant cake, <laughs> and Chuck Norris eats him. I need, I mean, oh, and all he say, he all he keeps saying is, "Gee, it's not even my birthday." <laughs> Let me blow out the candles. Crunch, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, don't was, come around here no more, <laughs> dude. Just even, you even saying that. That just gives me a nightmare. That I'm going to have a Tom just, Petty nightmare tonight. Oh I have Tom God. Petty nightmares well, almost every here's, night. Well, here's the thing. In a fa- one thing you definitely need in your Chuck Norris fantasies uh-huh. is a thick passion mullet. Yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. like yes. that thing. And he does. Brandis gets one in the last fantasy sequence. Yes. Yeah. Think. He graduates to it. <laughs> the he teacher has a great line here because, you know, he's like Jonathan Brandis as this this Barry says something about like, Oh, I guess I was dreaming. And the teacher goes, uh, there's no dreams in school, Barry. And I was like, what a thing for a teacher to say. <laughs> Shoot that shit right down. Yeah. Well, they always, they always say like, oh, he's a dreamer. Like, cause she has a meeting with Bo Bridges and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm doing my best with this kid. And he's doing, playing this role really earnestly. Yeah, he really, he really loves uh, sitting at home with his, Quote, videos and karate games. Bo Bridges, who looks like he just got done driving his car into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> like some dog ate his homework. He's had a rough morning. Right. But Bo, like, Bo Bridges got caught in the rain well, for four weeks straight. Very much like a George McFly archetype. You oh, know? Yeah. He's like oh, the yeah. loser yeah. dad that, you know, that's another reason why he has to escape with Chuck Norris is that his father is like is the antithesis of Chuck Norris. Yes. Right, you know, in every he's way a computer program. Oh, he's a black guy? Oh, no, no, he's a computer program. <laughs> Wait, his name Carlos? <laughs> no, like, I really, I thought of him more of, as a Willie Loman type. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. At well, the end of it all. What I mean is he's a loser. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, and Chuck Norris is a winner. A man's that's not what? a piece of fruit, Chuck. <laughs> oh, God. You can't just throw the, throw the rind away, Chuck. Yes, I can, Barry. <laughs> Watch me, Barry. Fruit is very good for you, Barry. <laughs> but no, Barry. The, the weird thing is, they say uh, like they're like, oh, he's a dr-. like in this meeting, they're like, well, he's a dreamer, and you know, Einstein was a dreamer, Gandhi oh. was a dreamer, and like, yeah, yes, it's yes, true. So they is that what they say, Gandhi? And oh. like, yeah, Gandhi, but Gandhi, was, ideas, <laughs> Gandhi wasn't imagining he was, you know, How karate you know? kicking people. How do you know? Okay, dude, I would love. Dude, that's why he didn't need. That's why he did civil disobedience. Oh. That's why he didn't have to fight. That's how it's he tuned it all out. He pretended yes. he was in Chuck Norris movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> One day. Dude, what do you think that hunger strike was all about? He just kept pretending he was that in was Chuck Norris. That was his secret movie. place in his mind palace. <laughs> his mind palace, yes, exactly. It's just him. It's, it's Gandhi and Chuck Norris eating hamburgers. <laughs> what Gandhi's a great hamburger like, eating contest, Gandhi. He's like, oh. I said, this is what I'm missing in the real world. But he's so These hamburgers are quite good. But he's so nonviolent that it's, he's actually imagining being in sidekicks. Yeah. <laughs> Where he has to do almost nothing. So she's like, hey, man, why don't you try to pay attention to his interests What with the videos and karate games? Yeah. So cut to, we're going to sign him up for karate lessons. Because, you know, sure. That's what you do. Yeah, sure. But he picked the worst dojo in this Texas town, which you don't find out it's Texas till like the last five minutes of the movie. <laughs> Joe Piscopose is always on the bottom of the list. Yes. I don't care where you are. This is on the Barry family, whatever their last name is. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's something because Polish. It's a hard a Polish name. or something like that. Like Widowed yeah, McNaltons. Gabraskis or whatever. Hey, wait a second. That's something. So so Barry's mother, they don't say dead, but the teacher at one point asks Bo Bridges, like, how long has she been gone? <laughs> I'm missing. Do you think... <laughs> do oh, you after, think after that boat ride, yeah, God. We went on that fishing no, trip. No, 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 no. This isn't on Bo Bridges, but you guys are onto what I'm putting down. I think Jonathan Brand has murdered the mother. Oh, because he's shit. fucking crazy. And, yeah. and like to get those those thoughts out of his head, he has to imagine a fantasy world. Like yes. whenever he thinks about how he killed his mother, it just pops to Chuck Norris <laughs> being like, "You're a good boy, Barry. Let's get through this. Don't remember how you and me murdered your mother." <laughs> she looked like Lee Marvin at that moment. You had to cut her head off. I, I I had my hands around her neck, Barry, and you know what? I you couldn't stop me. I know you couldn't stop me at that moment. <laughs> remember, Barry, it was me that got the erection, not you. <laughs> That'll so it's come okay. In. That'll it's... come in hand later. So Joe Piscopo is the worst karate instructor of all time, I feel. But it's really the father's problem because he walks into this dojo during a class yes, and yes. walks onto the mat. Yeah, like, that's rude. What the fuck? Like, you see a class is going out. You just don't show up somewhere and walk in. Like, even Brandis is like, yeah, why don't we hang back? And he's like, no, no, no. Let, let me go talk to this man who's in the middle of giving a lesson. And I mean, like the problem. I mean, the elephant in the room is this is basically just the Karate Kid, right? Like this is it's the Karate Kid. If if Ralph Macchio had like visions of grandeur, dumbed down significantly. Oh, so stupid! But the weird thing is, Karate Kid Part Three came out eighty nine. This came out what ninety two. It's the yeah. same administration. You can't have a rip off of a movie in the same administration. You yeah, gotta you at least you gotta let, wait. Yeah, till for the power a regime is, change. Yeah, the power exchange. <laughs> Well, Bar, there's just way too many movies about kids overcompensating with karate. I told you we got to free up the dojos, Bar. Look what's happening here. You got to deregulate this stuff. <laughs> By the way, there is a a, a problem phrasing problem here. Uh oh, bridges. You'll get uh, that when he's talking with Noreen. Is it? Yeah, Eric? sure. Yes, um, yes, of course. Um, this is a, a, a quote. He says they're sidekicks and they do things together. Yes, oh, I, I had that written too. That's oops. a real fucking problem, man. Oops. <laughs> what do they Wait. do together? Can you lay it down, Chuck for me, and Buck? Yes. <laughs> like to. By the way, the actress's name is Julia Nixon. Do you know who she's married to? No, Starsky or Hutch. One of one of the two. Get out of town, yeah, man. She's doing all right. That's Was it not bad. David Soul or something. One of them, yeah. She's been in other movies too. I've seen her mm -hmm. before. She's been on TNG as well. I went, oh, really? I went through her. Her. Oh, yeah. Her big movie was uh, Rambo Part Two. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. A couple of Magnum PIs. Oh, really? Well, see, man, you could just get television work in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you'll figure it out. Yeah, David's. <laughs> yeah, she's actually um, David Soul's wife. 
Oh, yeah? Yep. Which one was he? Uh, I believe... Was he Starsky or Hutch? Huggy Bear? He no, Hutch. Was, was not Huggy Bear. Exactly. No, one, one person one in our audience was screaming. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, while wearing Hutch. their fucking Starsky and Hutch t-shirt. So, um, uh, you know... Screaming the, Ben Stiller. The, <laughs> ben Stiller. The... Uh, they, they, he, uh, Piscopo takes a meeting with them, and Piscopo, as always, is acting at eleven uh, it's, or even it's twelve. So, it's so inappropriate. Like, I want to send a postcard to Aaron Norris and just be like, you know, I know that this is like twenty five years ago, but why <laughs> on earth did you not ask Piscopo to turn it down? Just a little bit, just the tiniest bit would have made a world of difference. This is outrageous. I mean, he's just think of it from this way, like. If you are looking to, you know, possibly get another like uh, karate pupil or whatever, like sure. you're a businessman, yeah, right? yeah. You, you know, these people might want to take lessons from you and whatnot. Like he comes into this meeting also screaming and yelling. Well, Bo Bridges looks like an easy mark. It's like, oh, if your lessons cost fifty dollars a piece, it's like a hundred dollars a piece or two hundred dollars. Sure. Like, well, sure, Mister Piscopo, absolutely, <laughs> well, Mister Piscopo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, is, I think his name is Kelly Stone. Yes, Mister Stone. Mister Stone. That's all. I remember, yeah, and they're, they're also it's black and gold too, as a, a very Cobra Kai esque. Right. And, and well, you could you could argue that this movie's kind of spoofing Karate Kid in a way, a little you know bit, I mean? sure. You yeah, know, like like you look at who, who was that uh, big hunk of man meat that played? Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> Terry, not William well, Zabka. No, the uh, the the. Uh, John sensei. something or other. Yeah, John Kreese. John Kreese. I think that was the character name. Yeah, that's the character's name. I don't know the actor's <laughs> name. But, like, I f- he's just doing, like, a spoof version. Yes. Yeah, and he's, like, totally nuts. Well, I, I mean, it's why? Why half, are we spoofing? Half of the dialogue is just him wild grunting. Yes. Which is why I imagine he took the fucking role. You know what the other half of his dialogue is? Joe Piscopo going, and forgive me, but... Uh-huh. He does He does some Asian face. Like a fucking movie. washed up Mortal Kombat voice actor. And I believe he's talking about maybe running for governor of New Jersey. He is. He's going to be. He, he's going to run as an independent. Oh, dude, I thought you meant the character <laughs> in the movie. That, yeah, the character's more qualified. Piscopo <laughs> IRL. Yeah. No, no. Yes. Well, not, look, not, he's, he's a failed fucking Atlantic City businessman. Like, it works. All right. He could be president one day. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh man, let me just—that's it. I, I got the counter when they when they started talking Trump. Click, <laughs> click. But no, he. I mean, the the best part is so. Brandis is like, and again, Brandis doesn't know how to fucking talk to anybody because he should be on Paxil. He should be on a lot of stuff. A lot of and stuff. just calming himself down. Probably just a fucking, stay at home. Probably. A healthy dose of herb, man. Barry. No. So he's like, oh, wow, you're really good. You're almost as good as Chuck Norris. And then this makes Piscopo lose it. And he's like, I kick his ass. I kick his ass. He doesn't is- compete anymore. You know why? Because I kick his ass. Kick his ass. And here's the thing. This movie I found to be like watching paint dry. But you're crazy. <clears throat> I mean, you have to be. Look what we've been doing for seven years. you yeah. got to be a little crazy. But... What well, I was entertaining myself with, I was having my own daydreams here because I was imagining the prequel in where the hey, feud. Andrew, do you want to change where, the chat? No. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Joe Piscopo, let's change the chat. It was me and Joe Piscopo watching this movie, man. You he was like, hey, Andrew, you want me to do Sinatra for you? I was like, yeah, go ahead. Sing Sinatra in my failed nightclub. <laughs> Ghostly scene. Hey, Joe Piscopo, got the uh, Eddie Murphy stories during the second act? <laughs> 
You know I do, Andrew. <laughs> but I was imagine how cool would the prequel would be where you find out why Mr. Stone's got beef because every time he yes. he brings up I'll kick his I was that's the only time in this movie I was entertained. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. imagining what Chuck Norris did to humiliate this bemulleted man. Loved it. Because yeah, it must have must have been about a woman. It could have been in Vietnam, possibly. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were war buddies. Oh, you think? Possible. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. or enemies. <laughs> I think Joe Pisco fought for the Viet Cong. Because there is one of these fantasy sequences where they do the Vietnam War. Oh and my God, Jesus is embarrassing. It's Joe so Piscopo. Awful. Oh, is oh, an oh man, oh. he's an Asian oh. face. They they give him makeup. To make the his eyes slanty, it's just, dude. I thought we were cut into a fucking Charlie Chan movie from the 1930s. <laughs> it's outrageous. It's Breakfast it's at Tiffany's level bad, man. And th- th- listen, that's a movie you can't screen theatrically. What are you supposed to do? Watch that movie and be like, oh, that's fine. Oh man, look at those fucking dude, teeth. It's, it's time a significant for a... portion of that movie. It's yeah. not oh, like yeah. something you could just cut out. It's not a cameo. Wait, like can't, the... wait you're saying we can't do a phantom edit? <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> if you want to, it's, it's like not going to make any sense. It's like but, taking Jar Jar out, right? Sure. And that would fix that movie right oh, my, It would be great if they, they cut him out and they put in like Ken Watanabe doing a really serious oh, way of yeah. doing that character. <laughs> right. And just edit it together. No, 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 just edit in scenes from him in The Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be or less le- offensive. Or letters to Iwi Yes, yes, yes. Again, less offensive. <laughs> or Batman Begins. Fuck it. Why not? I it. think they forgot to cut this point and now just someone's being burned with a flamethrower. <laughs> Just, just letters from Iwo Jima. Why just, is this in this? Just cuts to him at a fucking board meeting with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> sure. <laughs> talking about the next level he's got. That would be, again, better than what Mickey Rooney's doing in that film. Oh, no, God. But the Ooh. weird thing is... Stay, so, like, stay tuned for that movie. Yeah. So, up soon. The weird <laughs> thing WHM is, Classics. I like that idea. John, uh, Bra- Barry is so deranged. Just because <laughs> someone... He, he meets this guy. It's a quick meeting in a, in a strip mall karate club. Guaranteed strip mall. It's between a Chinese takeout restaurant and a Chinese buffet. Yeah. And he's and he, he has this quick interaction. This guy talks a little bit of shit about Chuck Norris. And he's like, Oh yeah? You're gonna now you're gonna die a thousand deaths in my brain. Because every <laughs> single fantasy from then on is about J- Joe Piscopo, and he has nothing else to do in this movie until the end. So he's literally just like, I just hate him. I don't know. He's a mean adult. Know. He, he represents everything that I hate. And this kid, by the way, is dressed yeah. like he's in the fucking trench coat mafia yeah. the entire <laughs> really time. It's oh, ba- yeah. It's fatigues. Yeah, wait, it's, it's hang on. Before we go jackets. in, hang on a second. Younger listeners, before you start Googling that, <laughs> maybe open a, a safe browser. Yeah, it's... it's, it's wait, why? Well, you don't want to get put on a list. You oh, never know. On, you never know. Dude, It's listen, historical at this it, point. it was historical for us. It was shocking because that was like a, a mass shooting... Kids today, that's just breathing oxygen. <laughs> yeah, they, unfortunately, that's it's true. nonstop. People getting yeah. shot. You know, things happen. <laughs> it sucks. I just I don't want sucks. anybody getting in trouble you know. or going down any rabbit holes. Yeah, I definitely don't Google that at school. That's not yeah, a great that, idea. That's, that's okay. Not. I guess that's the tip yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Steve. That's not all. I, NSFW, yeah. NSFS. I guess. Yeah, NSFS. Yeah. yeah, just 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 on your own time. By the want. way. We hate movies. We actually got a letter from some kid who listened during study hall. Listen, we hate movies is also an S. F everything. S, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, so so don't listen to this show is what I'm saying. <laughs> just don't listen. The, 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 the Vietnamese thing we got into, they were just really uncomfortable. At this point, um, 
uh, Noreen is her name. She's like, oh, my uncle is coming. He's gonna. T- I want him to take uh, Barry under his wing. Well, do you know who she tells about the uncle visiting? No. Uh, oh, that's right. Scumbag teacher, uh, Bud the Chud himself, Garrett Graham. Graham. I love Garrett Graham. Garrett Graham is great. <laughs> I honestly think when I was young and I was watching you this wanted movie, to be Garrett Graham. Not only that, but I was you know this and Philadelphia Experiment Two was a movie I watched. Well, that, of course. I, I honestly thought like Garrett Graham is a great actor. He's in all the movies. Exactly. You don't have a ten gallon hat though. Hey Eric, your parents are fighting again. I know Garrett Graham. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Garrett Graham, I'll help you design a way for a stealth fighter to go back in time to help the Nazis. How about some chopping mall, Eric? <laughs> How yes. about that, buddy? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm kind of a fun zombie, Eric. <laughs> you like zombies who crack jokes, don't you? I guess I'm, so. <laughs> I'm scary, and I can party, right, buddy? <laughs> but no, I, I love, when I saw him, because I haven't seen this in a long time, I was like, ooh, Garrett Graham. I got excited. Doesn't it make you just jump up? I will <laughs> always do that with Garrett Graham. I don't. He could pop up and, ooh. Garrett Graham, yeah. there he is again. Right. Oh, and he was on the critic, right? He, he was, was yes. Oh, sure. For, as the father. Yeah, great, great role for Garrett. Let's party with baby 37. He's fantastic. He's great. Uh, ask your grandparents about the critic. But. <laughs> yeah, <but that's, laughs> He's uh, not in this movie a lot. And actually, when the movie was over with, I was like, what the hell happened to Garrett Graham? Because he's in like two scenes. He's, he's, that's also the title of Garrett Graham's autobiography, <laughs> by the way. He's like uh, really aggressively hitting on Noreen. Oh, and he's yeah. being like racist. And somebody needed to tell this movie that it was 1992. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, somebody no, Steve, they did. Yeah, and yeah. 1992 was racist as fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> It was sexist as fuck, and you could not be a gay person in this country. That's I was like, Jesus true. Christ, was this movie written and directed by John Hughes? <laughs> it's just like, it, because he's he's like talking about like how, I don't even know, like he's like, oh, Orientals are this Yeah, this that. was more like a milius joint to me. Yeah. <laughs> But then we cut to uh, Mako. I've, I've learned his name is Mako. Not yeah, Mako. thanks a lot, Mako, Twitter. That, that yeah, was, so Mako uh, is uh, com- is you know coming. In, he's smoking a cigar in a or no somebody no, in front some of dude in front of him. Oh, some God. dude in front of him smoking a cigar at the airport like you do in 1992. And you know what? Here we haven't done this in a while. Uh, it's Smoked good. a good cigar. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably since that. your bachelor party, yeah, Eric. Is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Courtesy of Eric's brother, a lot of south of the border oh, yeah. uh, cigars. No, but I was going to say, we, we sort of like, just the way the show's grown, we sort of cut out the whole like audio from the movie. Okay, sure. Yes. Here's a little bit of what we're about to talk about. May I help you? You can help everybody in this place. Tell that chink that doused that cigar. This is a public area. He's not supposed to be smoking that in here. Yes, of course you're right. Since we're all so similar, though, would you mind telling me which particular chink you're referring to? The keys are in front of you, Charlie. (laughs) That dude's got problems. And, like, yeah, I know he's a bad guy, like, sure, but he's a mouthpiece for somebody in the fucking screenwriting room, right? Like, Or he's a mouthpiece for somebody in the fucking theater who's like, fuck yeah, that guy's got a point. But it's, Mako, thank God, fucking, I guess, does a magic trick on it. Yeah. Oh, God. And puts this cigar in this dude's pocket. And then, see, here's what would have been great if this dude just burst into flames. <laughs> How cool would that have been? That would have been great, man. I just love that they set his they set his suit on fire. Uh-huh. But then they have to add the extra dollop as the train is pulling away with Mako. He's like, oh, that's my favorite jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, the police are coming. Like, yeah. this dude is fucked. <laughs> 
This dude is so like fucked. stomping on his jacket. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's just crazy, and it's nuts. And it, it's followed up very quickly by another fucking almost hate crime because they go to uh, Mako is Japanese. The character is Chinese. We're just pretending that's fine. Uh, to his Chinese restaurant that he just opened in town called the Frying. Oh, Dragon. did it just open? Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. The Frying. That's why he's coming to uh, America's Jew. Oh, you, what's I funny see. is it's. Houston, and he's coming to America to open a Chinese Uh-oh. restaurant. And if you remember a previous film we did, oh, Pray shit. for Death, yes. was a Japanese dude coming to open a Japanese restaurant in Houston. Yeah, it didn't work out too well for his family. Listen, stay out of Texas. And that goes for white people, too. <laughs> fucking nightmare just abandon it man put up a fucking abandoned sign on texas T- just pick up austin and move it someplace <laughs> yes that would be perfect and you guys can keep the cowboys um so <laughs> let's go giants no uh, no so uh it's they're at they're at his brandon uh, marshall right steve they're at his chinese uh restaurant yes he makes them all a nice dinner of uh, bo bridges noreen uh brandis and and mako are sitting down and then like they go to do the dishes and they come back and these like psycho hillbilly bikers show up to do this late night hate crime. It's amazing. It's this, this biker gang consisting. Did you notice, by the way, uh, it's the uh, I'm going to see you yep. guy oh, yeah. from Suburban Commando oh, and Son-in-Law. Yeah. Yeah. I recognize him. I didn't know where. Yeah. Son-in-Law I was. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see you. Well, there's this weird idea. And this <laughs> was the 90s. <laughs> We're going to see you. It was the 90s indeed. <laughs> well, it's this weird idea where like bullies exist in all forms of life. I yeah, guess it's, it's like true the, though, right? I mean, that's kind of. I true. mean, come on, you're like people are fucking always giving me fucking shit every <laughs> every goddamn. They day. are relentless. I can't walk down the street in this town. <laughs> hey, Eric, this board meeting is pretty crazy. It's me, your friend, Garrett Graham. <laughs> Snaps a pencil. <laughs> your God, bo- your you boss know, gives you way too much work, Eric. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. It might make things a lot easier. Oh no these these killing these killer. <laughs> robots in this shopping while they're going out of control. Who's he talking to? Oh, this nobody character actor from the 1980s. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Don't you call him a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so um, there's this big stupid scene where Mako comes out. He pretends to be drunk, which he does a couple of times in the movie. Does like, he? That's his move, I think. It's like the drunken master. Yes. Oh, yes for yes. the love of everything with this movie. And he like beats the shit out of everybody in a pretty cool scene. He, uh, big we're gonna see you guy gets like a a, a ceiling fan to the head yeah. which a little it, bit. It was kind of awesome. This is actually a good moment in this movie because like the dude gets up and the ceiling fan is going so fast and it's like breaking off on this dude's head. Uh, it's a pretty good effect. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. I liked it. And now Mako's gonna have to replace that light fixture. <laughs> That's <God>. true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's down a lot of money. I mean, like the, all all of the food that they waste, the, the, right, the chairs yeah. that get broken before. Uh, There's a good nurse damage in this scene. There absolutely yes. there's, there's quite yeah. a lot of it's it. It's what there's you a want. boiling cup of water that goes right into the nut zone. <laughs> uh, right before this um, you know, attempted hate crime happens, uh, there's a moment uh, with the teacher and Jeff or uh, Bowbridges where they're, you know, kind of having like a you know, this is this is actually where Dude, she's this like, lady oh. is begging him for it, and Bo Bridges can't <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Well, he's still getting over the fact that his son murdered his wife. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bo Bridges send it in and figure it out. But it's crazy because she's talking about how uh, uh, he's like, you know, so when did you, you know, did you grow up here? Did your parents or whatever? So she says. 
that her father came over here uh, to you know start a life or something. This is where I th- this is where I was confused because I thought she was saying that the father started the restaurant. Oh, maybe he did. Yeah. And so then he uh, she says that and eight years later. Uh, he sent for my mother to come from China, yeah. you know, to, to come to America and whatnot. And then, so she, like, she says something else. And then she's like, uh, you know, oh, and then my dad, he died. And then she says, then two years ago, he sent for her again. Oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, Beyond oh, yeah. Grave, my, grave. my dad sent a death notice to my mother <laughs> and called her to the afterlife. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe he got a job as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> oh, that could be. Yeah, but yeah. then, like, if, Bo Bridge is just sitting there like, how do I play this one? <laughs> hey, Chuck, what should I say? <laughs> did it, does it look like I ate too much sweet and sour? Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, well, you know what this movie reminds me of? I just realized oh, yeah. is that played against Sam, that Woody Allen movie. Oh, yeah. oh it totally is yes. like that. That's right. Yeah, oh, hey, Bogey. That. How should I? Oh, hey, Bogey, what's going on? <laughs> I, sure, I sure did love you in that one movie. Advise me on my love life. Uh, oh, so, the, so, so Mako's like, all right, man, I'm going to start training you. Your first task is for the next week, you have to walk two miles to school instead of getting a ride with Bo Bridges. Oh, by the way, he's asthmatic, or he believes himself to be asthmatic. <laughs> Correct. Oh, is this is supposed to be psychosomatic? Well, th- th- everything th- is right. The brain is just damaged. Well, I think so because, like, that's <laughs> later. Like, he gets he goes when we'll get to it. He has like an as- asthma attack, and the t- the the doctor is like, "Oh, his his lungs are healing beautifully. I don't think he has this problem at all." Oh, uh, oh, right. He's like, "There's no scar tissue." Yeah, or... that's, that's not much at all. Yeah, exactly. this whole I don't thing know that's that been g- going on for thirteen years. Years? I don't know that Nonsense. that necessarily means he doesn't have yeah. a form of asthma. Sure. It's just like, oh, he's not as bad as he might think It can just be cured by karate. So <laughs> well, oh, of course. Chris what, Cabin, what, we're talking about sidekicks what here. What can't be cured by karate? <laughs> AIDS. Yeah, that's a big one. Well, well I'd also well, say cancer. We'll see. We'll see. We got, some, we got a crack team on that. So he starts walking to school, and now this is where things are getting really crazy because now we hear voices in his head uh-huh. because he's he's narrating his yes. own life, and it's like the kid walked down the sidewalk and Yikes. noticed his surroundings and all the that's, potential victims wait, walking. That's, that's in a the psyche splitting in half. Uh-huh. Here, right? yeah. <laughs> like, you guys, it's a real split situation. You guys here. don't do that. <laughs> no. no, you know what, Eric? No, we don't. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's demented. He this is when I think he has the nom flashback or what not nom flashback, but <laughs> the nom because the, the the missing in action one happens twice. Oh, that's right. This, and then, I mean, this is nom again, and, and then, then it's there's inter- the torture one with the gym teacher. That's well, he, he goes well, to gym class. We find out that he he doesn't participate in gym. He only sits down. Uh, he does. I've been there, man. Yeah, oh, oh I've definitely <laughs> been there. Those are the best days. <laughs> I got a fucking f in sitting. <laughs> Figure that out. By the way, my biggest note of this scene is. The the name of the school uh, sports team or whatever you better believe the, it Lamar Redskins. Of course, it's the Redskins. Why how would this kids movie get any more well, fucking this racist? Is, you this can't is blame that on 1992 because you, you can't blame that. It, it's still going on now. My I'm fuck- not saying it's it's yeah, but it's not that it's not racist. Oh no, it is. But oh, I'm just course. saying I you mean, can't blame you, it on 1992. Well, you got the Washington Redskins. Yeah, sure. I got. Uh, my high school still going Indians. Uh, Is that right? That's right. Oof. We had the blue bison. Yeah, we lucked out. I there. was like, look at this mutated animal, a blue bison. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, we Wait. just got Beast's pet. 
Oh, right. I guess that's, that's not even a blue ox. No, uh, it was a blue bison. Oh, babe, the blue box there. <laughs> oh, my blue bison. <laughs> so anyway, the gym teacher is uh, Richard Mull from... A bull from Nyquart. Speaking yeah, of exactly. bulls. He's yeah. he's better than Joe Piscopo in this movie. Absolutely. He's, oh, big yes. time. Yes. Like he, he gets it. He's doing the right thing. But he it's also big, is, but it's not too big. It's a character that's a little more well-rounded, though, because there's a scene where Jonathan Brandis does well with like climbing a rope, and you see Richard Maul be like, well, say, that kid might not be so bad. Well, th- this is the weird thing about climbing the rope. It's not this gym scene, but it's in the future. Who cares? It's like um, he uh, punishes Barry. He's like, you better climb that rope, Grabinski. And yeah. he, he, he starts doing it, and everyone's laughing at him. And like he keeps calling him like lady, which is kind of weird. You know what I mean? But he's which a little is, strange. Which is not, well, it's not that weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, this, gym, is, this is a gym teacher in the 1990s. 1990s. I think I've gotten called lady in high school yeah. myself. So he's in. He's climbing the rope, and like Chuck Norris appears, like he always does. You said his name three times. He said you went in the mirror and said bloody, bloody Mary. You said bloody Chuck three times. And oh, like, a bloody Chuck! Look out for that. And he's like, "All right, Barry, it's actually." And he's like, "I can't do it, Chuck." And everyone's like, "Who the fuck are you talking to?" <laughs> Which is great. It's like the students noticing what's happening. But he's like. Yes, you can, Barry. All you need, you got to use your legs instead of your arms. And like, okay, he no, knows more than Jonathan exactly. Brandis would, like, which is how is, your, how is yeah. your fictional fantasy explaining yep. things that you don't know? Yeah, how to do? Which stands the reason that maybe, just maybe. You know, he's doing like an astral projection, he's like a, a doctor, gin, you think, or like a Doctor Strange <laughs> okay. or something. Like he's read so many karate books, he knows Chuck- how to like kick out of his body and go and help people. Chuck Norris would be a great Doctor Strange. <laughs> he would be fantastic. He's got a better American accent than Cumberbatch, that's for sure. That's right. I was born here. I don't were, believe. Wait, wait, were you Carlos? He was. Here's how you make this scene interesting, by the way, because man, what are the odds that there's a second rope just hanging there? You cut to him being like, well, you know, uh, well, now here's what you got to do to uh, to get up the rope there, and he turns like, oh, Chuck, you're here, and it's Chuck Norris holding on to an invisible rope. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Because there's just one rope in the gymnasium, oh, man. Man, Aaron Norris couldn't figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> How do we film that? No, no, let's not do that. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's in his contract that Chuck Norris does not do wire work for movies directed by his brother. By the way, his brother also directed Top Dog. Oh, wow. Oh, What's Did Top he? Dog? It's Chuck Norris teamed up with a dog. It's his canine. Probably oh, a stay tuned. Jesus it's Christ. These are parody movies. Yes, exactly. It, it's, it's like someone's already done this better. Let's do it worse and make it funny. <laughs> um, so he, he, but he succeeds in climbing the rope and everyone's impressed. The, he does have a nemesis, which I kind of wish. So his nemesis' name is Cellini. He actually winds up being uh, Joe Piscopo's number two there in the Cobra Kai, very much like. I thought it was uh, Cellini. It's Cellini. Cellini. That's, yeah, well, that's maybe. anyway, that's how people yell it in this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. So it wouldn't it be awesome if and it would make sense if he was obsessed with Van Damme and he thought like Chuck Norris was shit and like, oh man, Van Damme could kick Chuck Norris's ass. And that you get Van Damme happen. Happen. Phantom fight? Like yes. they're both both their invisible friends fight each other? Yes. That would be awesome. Exactly. It would be like uh, like like a wi- two wizards fighting. Like they would just be standing there with their mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. he's, yeah. in, he's in his room shirtless staring at a cyborg poster. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. I can help you through school. Hey, pick on that loser talking about Chuck Norris. Oh, come on, Shalini. <laughs> you have to put on your Hard Rock Cafe t-shirts for gym class. Do you remember me in No Retreat, No Surrender 4? <laughs> that is you. Oh, Shalini, you're never going to be like me. You have to split. I don't care if it hurts. Split. Are you going to stretch those balls out, Shalini? Here we go. <laughs> that would actually be awesome if the two... Like, uh, you know, fantasies are fighting each other, but the one can't see the others. So it's like, who's he fighting? Hey, Chuck, who are you fighting? (laughs) Oh, hey, don't worry about it. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of ghosts I have to fight. (laughs) Hey, hey, Jean-Claude, who are you fighting? Don't worry, some old wash-up loser. (laughs) (laughs) Watch me split and kick him in the balls. So, um, is this around where Danica McKellar is like, 
my daddy said that your daddy or whatever that shit That's is. That's because Whoa. we're trying to make her, her southern. You know what I mean? So it's like a da- oh, oh my daddy. But this is why it doesn't my make daddy. any sense because you don't know the movie's set in Texas until the last five minutes where they're like, here's the Texas Karate <laughs> Championship. My yeah. daddy. My daddy. My daddy. Oh, my daddy. She's like, oh, if if Cellini talked to me the way you, you uh, he talked to you, my daddy would, you know, bury him in a hole or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> With his brother Dominic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your your mom that went missing. Oh, that's right. My father killed your mother. <laughs> Anyone notice the uh, uh, the very weird cheerleading outfit they put uh, the the kids in in this movie? You mean the cheerleaders? Yeah. It's well, like what weird... else would they wear? Well, no, they're not cheerleading outfits though. They're like weird Japanese schoolgirl outfits. They have like little like sailor. Oh, you're right. The they back. look like Sailor Moon. Oh yeah. Yes, they look like a bunch of Sailor I Moons didn't running around. Notice that maybe because we watched an episode of Pokemon recently. I just didn't notice. <laughs> it all blended together. <laughs> exactly. It's normal again. That's right. Oh, I forgot it's about really, that. Again, and we're in the, we're in fucking Houston. What are we talking about? Movie Aaron Norris. <laughs> By the way, this movie starts with an Aaron Norris film. Of course. Incorrect. It's directed. <laughs> by Aaron Norris. Yeah, and you know what? Not even in the opening credits. No. That's at the back end. You're I the... don't need to know that up front. I don't give a no, fuck. No, it, it makes o- your movie look worse. Overseen <laughs> by Aaron Norris. <laughs> and I was there, Aaron Norris. <laughs> but like, your star is Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. It just diminishes it by saying it was directed by one of his immediate yeah. family members. <laughs> You're totally right. the whole thing is jerking off Chuck Norris for an Hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, this should be called A Fucking Favor by Chuck oh, Norris. Man. I read this Wikipedia thing. Oh, I love uh, this. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like, Whelan Norris, the oldest brother, was murdered in Vietnam. And then Chuck and Aaron went on to Hollywood fame. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Aaron didn't go on to Hollywood fame. Yeah, right? let's relax. Only, right. one, only one of those brothers is doing AARP oh, I think, commercials I thought you were going right to talk now. about the mattress thing. Oh, the mattress thing is good, too. You pull that up. I don't uh, remember uh, that. So this movie was filmed primarily in Houston, Texas. It was the brainchild of a well-known furniture outlet oh, in right. partnership with Chuck Norris and his kick drugs out of school campaign. Jim Matric- Mattress Mac McMickenvale. Wait, let's try that again. What Jim, is this dude's his, name? His name is Jim McInvale. Yes. Uh, his nickname is Mattress Mac. And... Okay. Uh, it produced and invested eight million dollars into the movie. Eight uh, million dollars. Yeah, man. It's uh, it, it is believed uh, his relationship with Chuck Norris, who he started in with many commercials with Mac, uh, came to him with the idea of creating this film. Hey, Mac, do you like sleeping? I do <laughs> on your mattresses. Uh, he states that he uh, going into the film and producing business was extremely hard work. That's right. It was. It was, it was thank you, Stephen. It was was hard work. I'm Mattress Mac, and uh, that's, uh, oh, by the way, if you read more about my Wikipedia, you'll see that I actually helped found the Tea Party and get it get it started in Texas. Oh, did he really? Oh yeah, I put a, I, I paid for out of my own pocket a lot into the periodicals around Houston, saying support the Tea Party. Oh, interesting. I tried. I, I backed an ultra conservative in the race for a Houston mayor and lost big. <laughs> that's uh, also if you Google this. I, uh, that's that's Mac McMattress. I lose big. That's my motto. Ah, uh, but I had an army of imaginary Chuck Norris's. <laughs> That voted for me. <laughs> why not? Yeah, again, why not a bunch of Chuck Norris's? If we're doing oh, it, let's man, do it, man. dude. Holy, like multiplicity. Some of them are stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, one's one's very effeminate for no reason. It'd be great. Hi, I'm effeminate Chuck Norris. 
Hi, I'm stupid Chuck Norris. <laughs> stupid Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah. That's the most Wait, attention. <laughs> Wait, aren't they all stupid Chuck Norris? <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Low bar. This um, is this is a re- so he's like he's learning karate. He's swinging dick at this point after he climbed that rope. Yeah, this is yes. very key. So he's like, "Oh, hey Winnie, you want to walk home with me or whatever?" And so he kind of jumps the gun right here cuz he's like, "So, hey, uh Winnie, um so I like you, and if you like me, why don't we go out? Clearly, by the way, this girl pities you to death. Dude. Yeah, we yeah. Do. I mean, let's oh, not geez. fuck around. Yeah, come on, yeah. you, it's Winnie Cooper we're talking about, Queen of the Pityers. <laughs> what did you say about pityers, Kevin Arnold? <laughs> I'm gonna take off my Jets jacket and show you what it's like. Yeah, she's mine. I fucking beat the shit out of Dan Loria on the set of Wonder Years. What? You don't think I had that pussy wrapped around my fucking finger? What? Oh, yeah, it happened. What? Don't tell me it didn't happen. I made it happen. God, crazy. No, but First she... of all, no one can defeat Dan Loria. <laughs> defeat <laughs> Dan Loria. It's, it's him and Brian Dennehy. Hulk that, versus yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Those two might be a fucking... That's a match. I'd fu- That's like fucking... Skull Island or whatever. Dude, if the they fuck. if the two of them fought each other, that's fucking 75 911s right there. Exactly, but no, not even Chuck Norris could depose the mighty Dan Lord. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah. my mind. <laughs> And I was just imagining like Brian Dennehy t- taking a right cross to Dan Loria and a mushroom cloud occurring. <laughs> Thousands dead. Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, no, right? <laughs> it's, the, it's the old like, well, you know, Barry, I like you, but not like that. Yeah. And then he goes in, he goes on the defensive here and he's like, oh, you pity me. Everybody said you pity me. You'll rue the day you pitied me. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Hey, yeah. Barry, should we kill her? Not yet, Chuck Norris, but we will. <laughs> no, wait till she's asleep, Chuck Norris. I was in that horror movie. <laughs> we could get that one going. Wait, Chuck Norris was in a horror movie? Yeah, he was in horror like a serial killer who could like Wait, what? Reinv- like reanimate himself. What? Are we saving this for the spooktacular? What you're holding out on us, Kevin? I think I think it's wait, on wait. Shutter. Oh, Chuck shit. Norris is killing people in this? No, it's like an a, a, a supernatural serial killer. Is this Hellbound? No. Oh, wow. This is it's like uh it's like too, it's like a two See, the thing line. is, Chuck Norris movies are boring as fuck, but I think they're fertile ground. I think there's enough weird garbage in them <laughs> that we could spin something. There's even that one Chuck Norris movie that's called Weird Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, are you fantasizing about weird garbage again? <laughs> weird garbage. <laughs> I think that's what, what, you, what do you monsters want to do next? I'm garbage. That's what happens to Bill Paxton's character oh. at the end of that movie. He turns into weird garbage. R.I.P. Chuck yeah. Norris plays plays a garbage man. Oh, nice. Yep. And it's like he finds a bunch of fucking monsters in the trash. Uh-huh. Yes. You know? And yep. then hijinks. Sure. A bit of hijinks. Yeah. You know? I like and then, that. And then yeah. in the middle of it, Anthony Michael Hall does like a weird black impression and everyone's like, oh, I can't watch that movie anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we need a fucking super cut of that where that's just <laughs> excise. Right just man. excise it. Yeah. It's a like, similar thing happens in Adventures in Babysitting. Yep. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. That was funny back then. <laughs> just, That's what you call funny back you're then. You're laughing your tits off, man. Uh, um, so, so this is around where Bull from Night Court's a Nazi in one of these fantasies. Yes. Oh, he's like, yeah, dude, he's fucking like he's, Colonel Clink. He's yes, a Nazi, yeah. but the setting is medieval. It's medieval, but well, yeah. no, it's me... Cabin. You've clearly never seen the Nazi exploitation movies that Eric and I watch all but the time. But also, <laughs> Cabin, you fucking yes. went to Germany for like a year. Uh-huh. Did you not see a fucking castle around? <laughs> the Nazis had no. castles. Castle Wolfen. 
Frankenstein. Exactly. Brandis and Norris are <laughs> looking like Castle beggars. Frankenstein is fucking... not historical. <laughs> yes, like, it sorry. is, dude. Yeah. It was a fucking huge game in like 1990, yes. 1989. Yeah. You know what, Steve? They, they made like history in their era, like tatters for clothing. <laughs> Wait, no, his victims, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to put victims in good clothes. I I disagree. Anyway. <laughs> Hats off to sidekicks, not a swastika to be found. No. Yeah, no, well, it's that only... thing where you can put a, a bunch of vague lightning bolts. You yeah. got two Tottenkopfs. What? You got a couple of Tottenkopfs in there. No, the, the, de- the death's head of the SS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull has them on his lapel. Yeah, you can get some skulls, so, but yeah. it's not an honest to goodness, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the swastika is like, you know, the, also, the gold standard of Nazi I'm sure they had to cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to try to cut around all these swastikas <laughs> you put in here, Aaron. <laughs> well, I had Frank Miller over my house last night. And he gave me all these swastikas. Had him in the trunk of his car. <laughs> that fantasy sequence was long. Oh, man. <laughs> it's me and Frank Miller cleaning up the streets. There's actually a whole other 65-minute movie right yeah. there I had. <laughs> 65 minutes. So um, he starts to learn karate. He starts to believe in himself. He does have an asthma attack. This is Actually, it's the Nazi sequence where like a bull is like twisting his, his inside in knots kind of and, a thing. And it's just like that, that his like, psyche takes him in again. Yeah. Yes, like yes. that's my villain again. Yeah, because you 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 spoke ill of Chuck Norris <laughs> once, and now you're my. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna all, die a million deaths. He's in my also brain. Uh, training with uh, makeup, Marco, yeah. Marco, yeah. Marco, yeah. Marco. Um, and there's great dialogue there to be had. Like the whole like you are Mister Dumpling. Oh right. Oh, we're, that's oh we gotta like find the, you a name. Yeah, that's their first discussion. Actually, is him being like in the Chinese. You, yeah, when he's like, you're going to be Mister Dumpling, not Mister Flying Eagle yeah. or oh, Flying Turtle or God. something. Well, it's good. You gotta like. You gotta you gotta pare this kid down. You gotta like break him to remake him. And you know how you build his trust back up when he gets put in the hospital. You, as this virtual stranger, still go into his room in the middle of the night and rub balm all Fucking over his chest. Fix vapor rub. Yeah, you better pray that's what's getting rubbed down there, buddy. He acts like it's like this vague Eastern Magic. medicine, yeah. which we find out he's making all this shit up though. Because well, remember, yeah, he's got he's like you got to drink this. Two times a day or something like that. And then he Brandis is like, okay, thanks a lot, mister. And he leaves the restaurant. And uh, what's her name? The teacher's just like, what are you talking about? What's in that? And he's like, ah, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's not going to kill him. Yeah, so he's just giving dude, him like it, fake because mixtures. He's just like, what do white people need to, you know, okay, I'm I'm his Asian mentor. So I'm just going to give him a bunch of bullshit. This like Eastern mysticism. Yeah. Marco's like he's the fucking suddenly sidekicks Kaiser Soze, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the weird thing is, so um, they're getting really close together. Uh, they're training. And, uh, you know, um, and uh, the teacher does this like, we- goes to Bo Bridges' house. Yep. Does this weird floor routine? Puts on these pants where she's you do, see she's everything. She's doing some Tai Chi, man. Uh huh. And then like Mako and uh, Brandon's like, well, "Let's go train." And it's just her and him. And he's like, wow, "Wow, you're really good at that." And she's like, "I know." And he's like, "I could never be so elegant." I'm like, "Bo Bridges, you are <laughs> fucking this up." Like, everyone is gone from the house. Yeah, she's. Doing- I imagined myself a beautiful butterfly, <laughs> yes. but I can no longer fly. She's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, Bo Bridges? Dude, I mean, close this deal. What shade of green are you waiting for? (laughs) Exactly. The signals. My (laughs) eyes are burning. So he's like, oh, there's no way I could be as coordinated as you to do all this. Like, I don't have, you know, my brain can't do that. And she's like, it's not in my brain. 
It's in here. And she puts her hand on his <laughs> chest. And he's like, oh, oh, is that? Oh, my heart. Well, how would my heart do it? <laughs> it's like, Maybe I should research this on the computer. Oh, do, you, do you mean my flab? Oh, <laughs> exactly. I suck my cholesterol. Yes, I, I, I have been watching it lately. Oh, it's in my man tits. I get it. <laughs> Bo Bridges, you are a three. This woman is a ten. And she is throwing herself at you. Come on. So, I mean, like like a good Karate Kid ripoff. I mean, this all kind of... they uh, Cellini and uh, What's-His-Face and Brandis fight in school, and he's like, you can't pick on me anymore, Cellini. I've been taking karate lessons. Yep. And like, he but so is Cellini for longer than you. Yes, exactly. So, he- But this is, like, he they get in this fight or whatever, and Bull from Night Court is like, alright, Cellini, hit the showers, and he's like, hey, Barry, nice job, kid, beating the shit out of that other student of mine. <laughs> I'm a responsible teacher. <laughs> hey, want to come over to my house and drink later? <laughs> It'll it'll be fine if you and your friends come over and drink, just so long as you don't drive anywhere. I'm there to watch you. Yeah, you can bring the invisible people. <laughs> yeah, every last one of them. I got room. Ever since my wife left. All the invisible. Yeah, my wife what's, is an invisible What's place. your guy's name? Chuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, bring Chuck. Speaking of Chuck, by the way, so this is from when he gets out of the hospital, it's like, hospital into training montage, yeah. into fighting Cellini, into another montage. At one point, I was sitting there and I was like, oh, wait a second. Where the fuck is Chuck Norris in this Chuck Norris movie? There's like a solid 25 Chuck Norris free minutes in this movie. I feel like you had him for like a couple weeks. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I think but that's like- what's crazy, though, is like all of these different fantasies are different movie setups. I mean, this is taking a long time for Chuck Norris. Yeah, that's true. There's I feel one- like he's popping in like maybe every other day or something. And Cellini's starting to make appearances in these fantasies, too. There's one where uh, Joe Piscopo's running like a, like a pinata factory that's full of like open vacuum. <sighs> Of chemical waste, and it should just be drugs. Like you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. You're yes. watching Chuck Norris movies. Guess, it's cocaine. That's what they're alluding to. I yeah. guess. There's like different like parade floats and shit. He's, it's actually like the end of Hard Target. Yeah, the shootout in that parade Very factory, similar. the float factory, and, and uh, Brandis gets a mullet in this uh, scene. Yes. Matching mullet. Oh, because it's so and, cool. Ash and and every mullet. time this kid has a fucking gun, it really creeps me out. It's him with like a little sawed-off shotgun. I'm this like, is yeah. where he brandishes the bazooka, yeah. and Chuck Norris is just nodding like, mm-hmm. well. That was, I mean, the assault rifle in the Vietnam sequence. Yeah. That, that was a lot. Well, there, there's also an Old West one where, where he gets made oh, fun God, of Oh, God, I forgot milk. about that. Oh, that one's really stupid. That's uh. where they call him, like, it's like oh, something in yeah. milk, <laughs> little something. It's like, there's the big wolf. Little Wolf, yeah, too. Big Wolf and Little Wolf, or something Dude, like that. It's fucking great. Uh, they drink lone, milk together. Lone Wolf and Little Wolf. Lone Wolf. And, that doesn't even make sense. Why would Lone Wolf be with a Little Wolf? <laughs> if he's a Lone Wolf, it's just him. <laughs> and like yet again, his his English teacher almost gets raped, and like he uh, saves her, and it's like, Ew. where well, is it though? The, where Danica McKellar? Oh, this is the uh, yeah. the, the punk hellscape, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Cellini is like dressed the, like the Joker. Yeah. Oh, this God. is part of the open vat. Ecstasy Factory or whatever the fuck it is. And this is probably the longest of all of them, right? This is my problem with this movie. My biggest problem with this movie is these things mean nothing. No. Like, if if it was a thing... No, they're not. They're not fun. They're They're not funny. They're not fun. They're funny and fun. No, they're not. Here's the thing. If it was, like, a continuous story and it's one fantasy and it's him and Chuck Norris chasing down a cartel or whatever the fuck 
And in those fantasies, there was its own story that you're completing. It's just yeah. like, it's fine. Just black rain for like, yeah, sure. Like 80 minutes yes. of this movie. <laughs> 20 but minutes we're, just, we're just jerking off till we get to this fucking sure. karate tournament. Dude, this kid is jerking off to those Chuck Norris movies. Oh, rubbing it raw. You better believe it, dude. <laughs> well, I was curious. Does he watch like edited Chuck Norris movies? Like, this is, is that why like everything he thinks is all like bubblegum and horse shit? The only because, time we like, see Bo him Bridges watching, is cutting shit out. Well, we see him watching a Chuck Norris movie earlier in the film yeah. and it's on a television yeah so he might be watching oh, edited right. for he, television cuts yeah they would i think that's missing in action that's is it watch. i'm almost positive are we what well, that so that was actually my you guys have been talking about these and i'm just kind of like not asking what i should have asked you at the beginning okay. like you are know? we are we parodying actual chuck norris movies is most that the idea? of these are i think I, okay i think some of them are yeah I, that, no. that is definitely action. missing in a, missing in action is no. definitely like a vietnam Chris type Cabin. thing Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe missing in action is oddly enough. I think he goes back to Vietnam after like the war and starts murdering people and trying to free POWs. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's a weird thing. If you watch the Canon documentary, you know that the, the 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 first one was the second one, and the second one was the first. Right. One. Oh wow! And for the folks at home, that's uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, yes, yeah, so, such Good. a fucking fun movie. Um, I love it. Um, but anyway, yeah, and also the. The power mullet one is also definitely a takeoff of like one of his I want to be Seagal movies. <laughs> what what's that movie he did like Octagon something? The Octagon. Yeah. It's it's just called the Octagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. what cage fighting or something. Yeah, something to that effect. It's boring as fuck. It is not good. Hey, speaking of boring as fuck, let's drive this movie to a halt to go to the zoo. When, yeah. Oh, right. They go to the zoo in this movie for oh, no reason. Or a but sexy date at the zoo. A sexy date at the zoo. Well, he was going to go. He had a, a sexy of... date with makeup. Look at those <laughs> fucking lions. With oh, my God. Ma- Mako. Sexy date at the zoo. He had a date with his... His his karate instructor. Yeah, oh, right. even though I don't know yes. if, it, it, if it, I don't even know if it's karate or it's kung fu or what. Yeah, well, I don't even anyway, like... martial artist instructor, and <laughs> Winnie Cooper asks him what he's doing this week, and he says he's going to go to the zoo, and then she like kind of invites himself along. Very rude. And now this poor old man is like a third wheel. Yeah, it's, like, it's he, so he a, fucking rude. I couldn't believe he it. He had a date with his pupil. <laughs> the weird thing is though like a little bit of this movie is like things to do in Houston are you in Houston <laughs> yeah, yeah Aaron uh Maybe you could do a few things about how to do it. You know, I made a deal with the uh, Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, at one point here, uh, uh, your, your, your boy character there, and uh, the, the great Chuck Norris, the greatest man that ever lived, uh, maybe they come into my mattress store. And, uh, <laughs> here, do some karate training on mattresses. Here huh? are the top five barbecue spots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chuck Norris, I can't believe we're eating at the number two barbecue spot in Houston. <laughs> hey, Barry, th- this event, event hall is great for corporate events. It's <laughs> actually pretty reasonable too barry you know what you could actually have a pretty sharp <laughs> wedding reception in here barry. <laughs> oh, man, high so- school reunion no problem <laughs> mako has a great great line at this zoo when he's like he's you know like the lesson is not over right like he's, t- he's teaching this kid the way of the world and stuff sure, sure, sure. way yeah, the future he's like you see the tortoises when you do something truly great the tortoise will dance what does that even mean? I don't it doesn't know. mean anything. You ever see a turtle dance? That's the thing. He's just been feeding this kid a load of shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandis's character is full up on bullshit in this. Well, movie. I, I Are you feel like make the kid hallucinate when what? he was in China, which is where he's from. Uh, I say that because he's Japanese. But like one of his buddies was like, he's like, "Oh man, when you go to America, what you need to do is find like a nerdy white kid and just." Fi- <laughs> I did this last summer. It was so great. Pretend like you're teaching him martial arts and just fill it. <laughs> a, he'll clean your house. B, you can tell him whatever you want. Like if you have any menial labor, you can be like, "Oh, it's training. This kid will give you money." Like, oh man, just find one. Latch on and just make it up as you go. That's the thing. It's a Mi- blast. Mr. Miyagi was the king of the fucking scam. Oh, yeah, totally. So dude. great, dude, man. Sanded that fucking fence, painted, do everything. Mm-hmm. Wash yeah, my fucking car. He had a spick and span home for 25 years. <laughs> Didn't pay one person to clean. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, you're learning how to do a straight punch. I'll teach you a straight punch. Once Speak- in a while, he gave them rice. Yeah. Speaking of grifting, by the way, in one of the several training montages, uh, it's like Jonathan Brandis learning to use nunchucks on a hill, and he's getting really good at it. Oh, God. But we're seeing it from the perspective of Mako, who is sitting grifting a bunch of teenage yes! girls in the park. <laughs> I think he's doing th- three-card Monty. It's, it looks- it's so, yeah. like or the Chinese version of three-card yeah. Monty. I, I didn't recognize His buddy's it. like, oh, man, you're going gonna to go to the park. This kid <laughs> It's going to be... You're going to make so much fucking money. So finally, we're going to enter this karate tournament. Because uh, Cellini uh, challenges him. Like, after right. the fight, he's like, what are you... Here, you think you're so great, even though you just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Meet me in a more restrained way where we won't actually fight, but we'll actually compete. Wait, what? Like, just go fucking fight this kid. Oh, Cellini, you did it again, you idiot. God, <laughs> you're so stupid, Cellini. Just go to the park and beat the shit out of this Or kid. a parking lot. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere. Like, just don't be like, all right, now we're going to do it. In school, we got broken up, but we're going to do it at a karate tournament, which is much more structured, and I can't even touch you there. <laughs> See you there, loser. It's a point system. <laughs> gonna beat you on points just like boxing everybody loves it in boxing when that happens How you do on, on points you ready for the bricks yeah exactly. so this fucking tournament by the way makes no sense at all at least no sense at least like the the all valley tournament oh, that god that takes, bl- you're praying for the all valley watching this movie man. that takes place on the planet mars because it's so fucking red there yes um <laughs> Is it's it, it's like it's a bunch of kids. They're all in the same age range, and they fucking fight each other. Yeah. It's a kid fight club. That's what I, I understand it. It's like, and the one who wins wins. This is, I guess, every team is consisting of kid four fight clubs. It's a little kid fight club. Uh, it's it's four people. Uh, one has to be a woman. Yep. One has to be, I guess, an old man. Yep. And one. No, you. Uh, no, you don't have an old man. Sorry. <laughs> Over thirty-five. Well, then it's, it's there's, a team there's a competition. There's it's a middle aged right. white man and then a, a young white boy. Yes, that, that, that's what every single team is made of. Because you go, they, they go, it's, it's, it's going to be um, uh, Mako, uh, the, the, the teacher, and Brandis. And they're like, oh, and like they're signing up day of. Like, what fucking competition this, of any kind you could register? Uh, you walk in, register. This was making my skin crawl because this would not be acceptable at the All Valley. No, Are you, not, kidding? Oh, you know what? No, it would be because they get. A ringer, dude. They get Chuck Norris, which is also, you know, maybe they shouldn't accept it because it's just like, okay, now Chuck Norris's team's going to win. Right. And it, spoiler, he does. They're but. like, oh, hey, wait, wait, you got Chuck Norris. Wait, is this a plot of a movie? Because he's definitely going to win if this is the plot of a movie. What are all of those but cameras doing behind on, you guys? On, on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, wow, if Chuck Norris competes in this thing, that's great. 
publicity for next year. Right. Sure. So it's kind of like maybe. <laughs> Actually, Kevin, your thing about what are all these cameras doing here reminded me. You guys ever see that great Twilight Zone where that dude is like a businessman and he's like, all right, secretary, I'll see you tomorrow. And all of a sudden he's on the set of a television show. Oh, weird. And his life is a television set. Oh, the Truman Show. And they're like, you're no, thinking of the Truman no, Show. I'm not. No, I'm not. See, I can't believe you haven't show. seen this episode. I think I, I have not. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, you know, he's like, you know, Mr. You know, Frederick, whoever. Mm-hmm. And then like, you hear like, cut, and he's on a set, and they're like, hey, Dave, what are you doing? And this dude's like, what? <laughs> it's awesome. That would be great if that happened in this movie. Do what you, does, like that, do you ever really? see the uh, Chuck Norris Twilight Zone episode? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, I think whenever Daniel Day-Lewis raps a movie, that's what happens to him. <laughs> That's exactly true, yeah. What? You mean I'm not an oil prospector? <laughs> I'm not Lincoln. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's Mr. President. Too. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm not Danny and Rose? <laughs> Did anyone see that movie? No one, huh? Weird. I kind of wanted to fuck my daughter on an island. Uh, actually, this scene, like we're going to enter this tournament is my favorite scene in the movie. When, he's, when Chuck Norris is talking to all these security dudes. <laughs> no, well, that's, <laughs> that's pretty what, great. That's my favorite that's, scene. He, when he's rapping about like old karate circuit stories. <laughs> yeah. But before that, when they go to try to sign up, this is the most deplorable character in this film. This fucking sign-in guy. Oh, yeah. This smarmy he's fuck. He's mad with power because he's getting all these day of registrations. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, this guy is getting off on turning these people away. And it was making my blood boil. He's just like, oh, I'm sorry. It's teams of four or nothing. And they're like, well, we just thought we'd participate as a team of three. Um, excuse me. That guy is not 70 years old. He can't be part of your team. <laughs> Um, oh, but actually, dogs are okay too because everyone's just fighting each dogs. other. Like that'd be great if there was a dog round, dude. A fucking karate dog, dog fight. <laughs> they have to be. It's like, oh shit, you don't have. You've got no one for the dog round. You got Chuck Norris now. Okay. Oh wait, what? Michael Vick's in the parking lot. <laughs> oh my god, Kevin. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, they, so like, they're so like, thank oh, God like, actual Chuck Norris is at this tournament. Just hanging out and like, uh, he bumps into Joe Piscopo and he's like, good thing you're not competing, Chuck, or I'll kick your ass. And he's like, yeah, whatever, Stone. And then, uh, <laughs> Eric's favorite scene happens. Yes. It's him and like, all these like security all guards. All these just- dudes, like just fucking, like these dudes <laughs> in these like blazers that are just like. Running security or yep. they, or have run security. Chuck Norris has known all of those dudes for at least 35 well, years. It's great because right after Piscobo, he turns to the guys and he's just like, boy, that guy hasn't changed at all, right? Because yeah. <laughs> you know now there's a history. Everybody knows that that guy is the biggest asshole. Again, yeah. I want I that it. movie. <laughs> Doesn't that sound awesome? How about that movie? It's like a Cassavetes-esque movie. Was gonna... Chuck Norris hanging out with all these fucking it's security like the cards. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. That's why I feel bad for Chuck Norris at the end of this movie. Because Chuck Norris is like, look, I'm going to go back to this place, like, you know, kind of reminisce, maybe sure. tell some of the old stories, yeah, yeah. sit in my old chair, oh, get, a, get a Salisbury steak. Try to like, lay low, man. You know, keep a yeah, low maybe, profile. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, Chuck Norris could get a Salisbury steak down at Lou's afterwards. You know, uh, <laughs> maybe put that in the movie. Uh, you know, it's helped drum up some business. Yeah, the thing is, if Chuck Norris eats too much steak down at Lou's, he needs to take a little food nap. He could. Uh, go to my mattress store. Uh, my, my brother's taking a bath on an indoor go kart uh, rink. Uh, is there any way we could in- incorporate that in the film? Uh, he's taking a real. Uh, uh, okay, listen, the, you get the little kid in the go kart. It's not that hard. <laughs> Just do it. I told I told Frank you don't put a batting cage in the middle of the go kart rink, but he wouldn't listen to me. You just cost me. 
eight million dollars. <laughs> you don't want to. Co- you don't want to cost a Texan eight million dollars. How hard is it to put balls in a pit? They can go to an arcade, can't they? They're kids. I got a bunch of friends who own arcades. Wait, right. some used Area Fifty Ones in here at least. I got that ball pit. We need to. That needs to be in the future. That just needs to be in the future. <laughs> Listen, you got you got what's his name, Mako. All right, he's got a funny bald head, right? Put him in the ball pit. <laughs> fucking writes itself. It's fucking comedy. I, I, I'm, uh, I got a used car car dealership. Uh, Chuck Norris needs to buy a car to get to the, uh, the the arena. There you go. Look, how is my friend Dennis supposed to know that nobody gives a shit about drive-in movie theaters anymore? Right? <laughs> he is fucking drowning got, right now. Got I'd me a lot appearance of, in this film would help him out. Got me a lot of Ford trucks. Ford <laughs> Listen, okay, trucks. So you got your invisible. Okay, I don't care if he's invisible. He's an invisible friend. You got an invisible. You got a visible guy driving a truck down the street. That's funny. That's just funny. You put that in the movie. <laughs> Show the Ford logo. Right, oh, so this Holly Weird isn't so hard. Chuck, the Chuck movie- Norris has driven a car in a movie before. <laughs> Why don't you make a fantasy about him driving a used car the, from my, the, my lot out? The, the, the movie is over, right? Over the credits, we go to the pizzeria that I own. Uh, it's a pizzeria that I own, and uh, they're eating pizza. And they're like, wow, what a great pizza. What a great movie we just had. It's and then authentic- the credits can go over. It's fine. It's fine. It's an authentic, thick crust Texan pizza. <laughs> I'm sure in one of his movies... That he's gone to a nail salon. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Do you think, and this is a question for my brother-in-law, Dave, uh, Chuck Norris has ever been in a movie where he has uh, had to visit a for-profit prison? <laughs> uh, Maybe, you know, he's got those guard friends. Maybe they work at the prison. <laughs> Does uh, Chuck Norris show up to the karate tournament naked? Oh, no, he doesn't, so he should go to my brother's uh, tailor shop. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, you get some premier slacks, uh, you get a bolo tie. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean that's, what, that's what a clothing store is for. That's what makes sense. Oh, one condition. He does need to wear a windbreaker that says, Lose Famous Steaks <laughs> Chops. Chop house. No, so um, Noreen goes up, and she's like, Hey, I know you're busy, Chuck Norris. I know the last thing you want to do is actually compete today, by the way. Uh, but, Chuck you know, Norris, by the way, thinks that this conversation yep, this is, is going to take him down a whole other yeah, avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is a sex talk. He's like, excuse me, guys, I'm going to have sex with this woman. Here. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, she wants me to compete? And then I'll have sex? Okay. Yeah. Like, it's going to get dicey after the yes, show. absolutely. Yes. Bo it's Bridges a- has to be like, what are you doing with my lady friend, oh, man? Please. Bo Bridges is going to go jerk yeah. off in the parking lot. <laughs> And but and there's going to be a big old stutter, stutter. And I will say this: it's it's so that they 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 go back to the snooty uh, registration guy, and this is when you realize that Chuck Norris can't act because it is <laughs> oh no it's, kidding, it's, 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 really? Ma- it's Mako, it's uh, Noreen, it's uh, Jonathan Brandis, and Chuck Norris all in the same shot, and everyone else is like holding the frame, and Chuck Norris is just like. Aaron, did you call cut yet? <laughs> Aaron, is this cut? What's 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 cut? He's just not there. Yeah. So uh, the competition is as such. Uh, we start with uh, Mako breaks all these bricks. It's pretty cool. Uh, Which this is he beats Cellini in the brick break. Yeah, and this is my, the. It's so great. What happened in the aftermath of Mako's brick break? Because we've got these two. Also, be mulleted uh, uh, announcer characters. Oh, those guys are awesome! Oh, God. So this is the this is the line of business we need to get into. Fuck Patreon, which is doing very well, and I thank everybody. But we need to do local karate tournaments, or just listen, add color Use, to local karate tournaments. Useless announcers for any event. Sure, but so this this thing happens, and they're all like, "Oh, look at this old man in a gardening hat! Like he can't yeah. break all these bricks. This and guy then- is gonna break a brick in an apron, and he's asking for another." 
another brick. And yeah. he's pretending to be drunk for no reason. You're yeah. right. And then so what happens is he successfully does this, to which one of these announcers, as if channeling Dennis Miller, is like, hey, we're going to be eating humble brick here, babe. And oh, you're yeah, like, yeah. Sure, shut the fuck up, Fred. You, you, you know what, Aaron? Um, uh, I did. I was on the way here. I was listening to KRPR1, and there is a great morning show. They have to be in the movie. You know what? They are in the movie. <laughs> also, I've Scott got a- and the fart, they're in the movie. Also, the fart is great. <laughs> Scott's kind of a racist, but I get over it. <laughs> He's got to mention Humble Brick. I got a brick warehouse down on Nine. <laughs> it's called need, Humble Bricks. It's called Humble Bricks, yeah. That's right. And it just, you know what? All right, you don't have to do the whole plug. Just say Humble Brick. Locals <laughs> in the brick industry will know what I'm talking Guess about. Guess what? Guess what? Bricks are in the movie. Somebody's got to get the bricks to come to the crowd place. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect job for Humble Brick. <laughs> you got to buy. You got to buy those bricks from Br- Humble Brick. I know you have props and whatnot, but no, you got to buy my props bricks. and whatnot. <laughs> you got to buy my bricks. Um. So, uh, what's her face? Noreen does her her floor routine. She actually loses because <laughs> for some reason because. Uh, the because uh, this the, woman can't catch a break. Yeah, she just can't catch a break. Uh, and finally, the other reason that Chuck Norris decides to join this, aside from definitely trying to have sex with this woman, yeah. is he's like, I'm going to teach that stone a lesson, right. Episcopo. So finally, it's the fight everybody wanted, which which happens kind of almost in the middle of the climax. It really should be the yeah. climax, right? Yes. But because it's it's here's what you are tricked into thinking. You're tricked into thinking that this is a Chuck Norris movie, and it's not. It's a Jonathan it's a Brandis. Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis and Mako movie. movie. Very wary movie. Yeah, that's uh, very wary. He Ugh. fights Chuck Norris. He beats the shit out of him. It's a little too cartoonish for my taste. I had a real problem with this fight scene because there's not a lick of karate to be found. No. We're just like throwing people and punching. Punching each other in the it's face. It's like light boxing. Yes. But then yeah. there's some hilarious shit of like, well, hilarious. As a child, it was amusing. <laughs> With Joe Piscopo like flipping around. Yeah, sure. Physics is defied for no reason. Oh, Why get, not? Um, I, you know, for that shot, uh, my buddy uh, Tommy uh, owns a discovery zone in the area, and you've got one of those like zero G spinning majiggers. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of money in that. So that's in the movie. I, I, I really need help here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can uh, put up the eight million up front, but I need money on the back end. Uh, 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 um, so my nephew, he uh, he uh, deals illegal steroids, and uh, you know Piscopo's got to get that stuff somewhere. Piscopo is looking cut as fuck yeah, in this movie. More, I was very out. suspicious. But he's also raging out this entire second. Dude, man, this, yeah. his, he is grunting wildly yeah, again because his balls are raisins. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so much roids in him. I'm when telling it, you, dude, his balls are. Oh no, he definitely was. I mean, like, I, I don't know this for a fact. At oh, all. He was. I, have, I have no inside info. I, I haven't read the Joe Piscopo story, but like, he's got that big, beefy roid body, not yeah. the HGH body now that we now have, where it's all chiseled <laughs> and like whatever. But now this is like old school. Good old fashioned yeah. white steroids. You he, know? Does, like, he doesn't look like a Cloverfield. No. So, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. Like, and he's flexing all over this final, like, cause he's, he's ripping his shirt off. Cause like they kind of are doing it. They got boxing gloves on and whatnot. And then he's like, Oh no, here we go. Chuck Norris. We're going to fucking do it now, baby. And he like rips the gloves off. He fucking tears his shirt off like Hulk Hogan. But I mean, like in the real world, the Joe Piscopo would beat Chuck Norris because like, Really? He hasn't he hasn't trained for oh, this fight. Right. You know what I mean? He's not in shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if Chuck Norris if, if Joe Piscopo's doing this shit every day and Chuck Norris is just doing it for it's movies, true. like right. you know what I mean? It's not Chuck it's Norris like, is getting ready to read the pilot to Walker, Texas Ranger at this point. I he, guarantee you if Michael Jordan went to a street basketball competition, he'd get his ass kicked by some twenty year old because yeah. that's, oh, totally. that's how that shit works. Yeah. 
So then it's like the final breaking contest. Oh, no, we have to get into Barry, Barry Wins. Um, right. The, the, oh the nunchuckus. So he comes out with nunchucks. Right. Which, this is before we realized that nunchucks were really dangerous for kids. Oh, sure. Well, that was like, you know, you, you could fool parents in the 90s into thinking that you get like a legit pair of nunchucks and it's like And he's got these toys. Metal, these fucking yeah. metal nunchucks and he's doing it and, he, and it's brandis and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. But I'm like, but they've already shown some other floor routines of weapons. Like, there's this like, Dude really cool sword with swords. Or I'm like, wow, how is he going to beat these guys? The way they do it is he turns into a 50-year-old man in a white ninja outfit, <laughs> oh, and right, he does this dude. incredible... I'm pretty sure he's like a 50-year-old Asian man in a white ninja outfit. Yeah, it's, it's just exactly. insane. Like They zoom in on him, and then they zoom out, and he's the white ninja, and it's just a completely different body. <laughs> yes. like He's increased his body mass by like 30%. <laughs> It's Which I mean, I do fantasize when I have my own fantasies. I do think about increasing my body mass. Yeah, it's you and Garrett sure. Graham going to the gym. <laughs> I'll spot you, Eric. We'll, we'll get that Joe Piscopo one day. <laughs> but the weird thing is, that's like, when I walk into the gym. It's me and Piscopo. <laughs> oh God, dude! Don't let Graham see it. <laughs> Those ghosts are gonna fight. <laughs> but the weird thing is, like, shouldn't the end of this movie be like? Or at least once Mako goes up to him, he's like, well, you know, to be a great uh, martial arts master, you need to be present in the moment and sure. stop fantasy. Like, he should destroy his fantasies at some point. Right. We need to stop that. And it needs to never, stop. He does not do that. No, 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 no. Let's pour some gasoline on it because now Big you time. know the guy. You're just encouraging the madness. Now so, you know that the guy, what, what did he say, pinch me when he met him? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Like, it's really. Well, that, that's the weird thing. Is like, Wouldn't you freak the fuck? If I've been fantasizing about nothing but Chuck Norris and then Chuck <laughs> Norris is like, hey, Barry, I'm in your real life. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. got to take me to the hospital right now. What's reality? Hey, Barry, you should kill your teacher. But I like her. She's nice. Yeah, you should still kill her, Barry. That's not your real teacher, Barry. That's the devil in disguise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take me to the hospital right now because I'm definitely going to have this erection for more than four hours. Yes, it is crazy. He should be freaking out a little more. So wh- now what happens? They all, like, he wins the It's a tie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a tie between the frying dragon dojo and whatever the, 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 the Piscopo Townies dojo. I think it's a stone. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you get to choose. All right, since the frying dragon's... Um, one the coin toss. They get to choose both the participant and the the challenge. And uh, well, no, they they choose the participant, and then the stone dojo chooses the challenge. Yeah, it should have been Chuck Norris versus that little kid in a fight. Like it's <laughs> yes. just like it's just him fucking housing a six year old boy. Awesome. But but you know, Mako walks over. And it's just like immediately it will be Barry. You know, like yeah. no questions. Like, sure. and he just says, like, "Oh, Barry has." This means like he's got a lot to prove. Like this could be devastating for Barry if this doesn't go right. So right. it should be Barry. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Bo he's, Bridge- got, he's got the most to lose. Put him up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo Bridges has some line right here where he's like, "Well, you've already proven yourself, son. So just get out there and he says something like, well, do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, and I'll be a- over at the concession stand, not paying attention. <laughs> I'll be eating cheap nachos. <laughs> Um, uh, there will be cheap nachos in this scene, right? Because uh, my my uh, my cousin Ted uh, just 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 is just really drowning in debt at the cheap nachos. He's got, he's got a side pickled jalapeno business. Listen, don't 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 ask me how, but we just came into a whole truckload of nacho cheese. <laughs> got to unload this nacho cheese. It's literally just a truck filled with cheese. Found it right on Highway sixty two. You okay. would not believe. It might not be a hundred percent cheese, but we need to set. Okay, it's ten percent. 
species, but we need to sell this stuff. <laughs> Bo Bridges will eat it. I, have you seen that guy? That guy will eat anything. Look, don't your your weird Hollywood sets need you know craft services? <laughs> Just eat a bunch of my fake no, no, cheese. No, no, no. Nacho cheese is supposed to be white. Listen, no, you, no, just, no. you give me a one, $1 million back, and I supply, <laughs> I supply the craft services of just nacho cheese sauce. You get the chips. BYOC, man. Hey, this is great nacho cheese sauce. And it's just Chuck Norris <laughs> dipping his face into a bowl of nacho cheese and eating. That's a commercial I'd love to see. No, 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 no. Chuck's got to blow a bubble in that. <laughs> Slurps oh, it off his face like Scooby. Oh, oh man. God. So it's brick breaking. And I mean, like, uh, Chilino bring. Chilino and Barnes, injury attorneys. No, uh, <laughs> he breaks all these bricks, and then it's like eight bricks, and then like uh, it's up to Barry to do nine. And then Mako, I don't know if this is legal or what, lights the bricks on fire. I don't know what the deal is there. I mean, like. I think it's meant to look more impressive, but I distinctly remember watching this as a kid. And my older brother did martial arts when we were growing up, and he yeah. was just like. That's cheating because it would weaken the brick. Exactly, it? yeah. He says it would weaken the brick, and it's <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah, of course it would. Because oh. it's like you know, it's softening it. You well, know, uh, well, like how's extreme, he getting away with extreme this? Extreme cold or extreme heat would soften because it's a, a brick. fucking fantasy land. Well, there, I mean, so there's an He's asterisk. Fa- there's an asterisk on this. <laughs> He's back at his house it's in like, his fucking gym yeah. shorts. This is all fantasy. Looking the back, whole movie. Looking back at the the Houston karate tournament, he's like Pete Rose or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, he kind of did it, but nah. Well, that's uh, Michael, hey, man. Hey, he's definitely gambling. Hey, Aaron, I know this is the end of your movie. It's the climax. It's the most important scene. Is there any way to work in my buddy's lighter fluid business into it? <laughs> Genuine Texas burn it down lighter fluid. <laughs> That's the that's the brand. It's great. And Max Zippo outlet. <laughs> so he breaks the brick and he fucking wins. They the win, time. whatever. Yeah. And, and he, then, has, he has a scene with Chuck on the on the bench. This is a bone chilling twist end. This is also <laughs> where it might actually be all in his head and this never happened. Yeah, this, think, that's I what you're, you're supposed to believe. Because right? a, there's two things to point out here. Because yeah, he's like, Well, I did a Chuck Norris and he's like, Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's all because you're great and I'm a great actor and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. And he's like, All right, Chuck Norris, I'm gonna take this magazine with your picture on it and go over to my dad and new teacher mom. And then he turns around and you know Chuck you Norris is can, gone. You know you folks can rent this movie at Popcorn Video <laughs> down on uh, Route 7 in Houston uh, once it's now, all over. Uh, now serving red vines. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I well, no, so, so he turns around and Chuck Norris has vanished. And it's like, oh, he was talking to the fake Chuck Norris, which is two things. Oh. One, he's still fucking crazy, so that's dangerous and sad. But also, how about Chuck Norris just leaving this tournament without saying goodbye? He, he ghosts this tournament. He doesn't <laughs> want to bury it all. Or was tournament Norris imaginary noise the whole time like i know he's talking to imaginary noise but maybe it was all fake i'm telling you he's back at home <laughs> it's all staring he's... up at his fucking code of silence exactly. poster he's just been sitting and there fucking jerking off he's in been, his gym yes, shorts yes he's just been edging for the entire runtime of this movie that Imagine was wow. fake and then he does a double fucking thing for the uh numchuck yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah that's how he, he inceptions it. himself <laughs> but the weird thing is so that happens and then like he has this like grody ass karate magazine that he leaves on the bench. He walks which off the, dude, cover, the cover, which dude. he's taped back together after Cellini tears it yeah, in half. By and the way, there's some <coughs> water damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're talking a couple of pages stuck together. Oh, oh, oh it's quite crispy. <laughs> 
crispy. Oh, yikes. So he walks away. He walks with his dad, and they go, yeah. And this kid is like, oh, cool, garbage. <laughs> a, a kid in a wheelchair, well, It's by a the twist way. wheelchair, because you don't yeah. know he's in a yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, awesome, it's garbage. And he's like, I could never afford a karate magazine. <laughs> and then we pan back, and then we, you know, we get a plug-in for my wheelchair factory. <laughs> <laughs> wheelchair factory. I don't care. Yeah, I know wheelchair kids can't do karate. I don't care. But that was my question. I mean, is that a sequel setup? I hope so. It's like Chuck Norris is going to help this kid out. Oh, that would be great. You just have to first become deranged and dangerously obsessed with Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he comes to you in visions, and maybe he'll help this kid through his paralysis. You know, Stephen, those invoices aren't going to file themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Chuck Norris. Uh, let's get through this together. <laughs> The score in this movie is like if Dan Deacon made racist Asian electronic music. Yeah. And it's the same fucking song over and over mm-hmm. and over. We close out the film with it. Sure. It's awful. Hey, we, oh. we don't have any money for music. Uh, All my those my blues band burned to the ground last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of, both of the white guys from my blues band died, so we can't do that anymore. That, that's just over. By the way, in the ceremony when they do win, there's a classic moment of two guys in the audience trying to high five and they they miss. Oh, I missed that. Oh, really? oh yeah. fuck! <laughs> I just tried to demonstrate it, folks at home, and I just hit the microphone. There you go. Uh, would anybody recommend this movie? I would. It's a cool ninety-five minutes. It's silly. Oh, it's, it's cool. It's just ninety. It's just nineties enough. I, I was I've seen this a bunch growing up. I really thought that, that Chuck Norris was a genuine star because of it. <laughs> I was duped. I kind of have to recommend it. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. I would also recommend it. I think it. I think it. You know, even though I saw it a bunch growing up, and it does. You know, it doesn't hold up. It's it's full of problems. Obviously, <laughs> it's kind of a hangover but movie. Exactly. It's kind of fun and dumb, and it's a great window into what the '90s were, which was wall to wall racism. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, the way we like it, Bar. For that, I think it's I, for me. It's a seeing is believing more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's just such an oddity, yeah. Like on almost every level. I, I mean, even as far as and I mean, I knew that there was the amount of Karate Kid knockoffs. It was just sure you were drowning him. Yeah, but uh, like this one <laughs> is really uniquely strange. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a no for me. I don't okay. give a shit about this movie. Go watch Last Action Hero. It's the same thing, but better. That's I will better. say what this movie did inspire me to do is check out other boring ass Chuck Norris movies. Yeah, I feel like I, I so folks that- folks at home like t- tweet at me uh, at Jupin some. Uh, Worthwhile, boring ass Chuck Norris movies. Whatever the one on Shutter is, is the one I'm talking. That's about. what I'm going to check out tonight. I mean, I you know Chuck Norris in a horror movie, a boring horror movie. <laughs> no, that's just funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> that Sidekicks from 1992, directed by Aaron Norris, brother of Chuck Norris. If you want more WHM, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over on HeadGum's network page. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. And of course, right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you download us and subscribe to us. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, next week on the program, uh, a little bit of a, a thing folks have been asking for. It's our live 
live episode on Howard the Duck, uh, recorded uh, just a few weeks back in uh, Brooklyn, New York at the Bell House, which reminds me, by the way, uh, you're getting your summer vacations all uh, uh, in order and planned and whatnot. Make sure you are in Brooklyn for August the 5th. We return to the Bell House to close out the summer, talking about none other than Mac and me. Oh, slimy E.T. ripoff. Tickets have been on sale for a while, so you want to get on that soon. Totally. We had a lot of fun at the Bell House last time. I know a lot of people got shut out of that Howard the Duck show, man. You don't want to miss it. And don't get shut out this Thursday if you're listening to this the the day it comes out. That's Uh, right. Because we're going to be at the Punchline in Atlanta talking uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7. It's going to be great. Uh, tickets online at uh, punchline.com. There it is. Uh, so next week we're we're off, but there's a new episode. It's just live and old kind of, but a uh, lot of laughs, a lot of bestiality jokes. It's all there for you. Uh, so until next week where we're going live, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.